When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Is Novo Nordisk stock a smart buy right now? That's the big question we're tackling today. Welcome to Global Value, and in this video, we're going to dive deep into a thorough analysis of Novo Nordisk NVO stock, emulating none other than Warren Buffett, one of the greatest investors of all time. We'll scrutinize the key numbers that Buffett values most, and then we'll calculate three different fair values for Novo Nordisk to really understand what it's worth in today's market. Make sure you stay with me till the end because our combined fair value and rating might just take you by surprise. And there's more. I'll also reveal a crucial bonus metric that could be the deciding factor when adding NVO stock to your portfolio. So is Novo Nordisk a golden opportunity waiting to be seized? Let's find out together. Right now, NVO stock trades for $103.23 per share. Year to date, they beat the market by a ton. They're up 50% while the S&P 500 is up 19%. In the last five years, Novo Nordisk is one of the top performing stocks. They compound at 35% annually. In the last decade, they compound at 19% annually, really taking off and beating the market since the middle of 2021. When we go back before the global financial crisis, in the last 18 and a half years, Novo Nordisk has compounded at 21.5% annually. They crushed the market over this time. And that's not all for shareholders. Right now, they also pay a 0.72% dividend yield. These modest dividends are added to the gains in their stock, meaning Novo Nordisk has returned more than 22% to shareholders throughout this time. Novo Nordisk has made headlines for their drug Ozempic, which has had great results for weight loss. It's also in the process of getting expanded FDA approval for a secondary weight loss drug, Wegovi. These would be two highly sought after blockbuster drugs for the company. This comes as the company is reporting record sales and profits on the back of these successful obesity drugs and they have a growing number of health applications, including reducing the risk of major heart attacks or strokes in patients who are already obese. Right now, the company trades just a dollar below its 52-week high. They trade $35 above their 52-week low. How big is Novo Nordisk? They're huge. They have a $457 billion market cap. So what does Novo Nordisk actually do? With roughly one-third of the global branded diabetes treatment market, Novo Nordisk is the leading provider of diabetes care products in the world. Based in Denmark, the company manufactures and markets a variety of human and modern insulins, injectable diabetes treatments such as GLP-1 therapy, oral anti-diabetic agents, and obesity treatments. Novo also has a biopharmaceutical segment, constituting roughly 10% of sales, this specializes in protein therapies for hemophilia and other disorders. Now with that understanding, let's dive deep into their numbers like Warren Buffett using the Select 6 analysis. Starting with metric number one, we want their average return on capital in the last five years to be above 14%. A normal business earns 7% returns on capital. When we look for a benchmark that's double this, we can build in margin of safety based on the quality of the company. Novo has earned insane returns in all five of these years. While these have come down somewhat from where they were at in 2018, in the last five years, Novo Nordisk earned 74% returns in a given year. That's insane compared to a normal business. It's 10 times above that. This is an insane check on metric number one. 
In metric number two, we want to see sales, earnings, and free cash flow growth to support their high returns on capital. In this time, their sales are up 77% from 2018 until today. Their earnings are also up by 80%. And most importantly for the company, their free cash flows have more than doubled up until today. That's huge growth across the board for Novo. It's great to see the company's free cash flows lead the way. Free cash flow is the lifeblood of any business. Ultimately, it's how businesses are valued. We're going to use three different methods based on their free cash flows to give a fair market value at the end of our video. So stay tuned. With all three of these up, it's a check on metric number two. Metric number three, we want to see earnings per share growth. This builds on our previous metric. We learned their earnings have grown by 80%. At the same time, Novo Nordisk has bought back 7% of their shares in this. At the same time, Novo Nordisk has bought back 7% of their shares. This means they have greater earnings on fewer shares. So their earnings per share are up. They earned $1.76 in 2022. In their last 12 months, they earned $2.37 per share. Their earnings per share are up. It's a check on metric number three. Novo Nordisk is looking really good so far. Can they keep this strong performance going? Metric number four, we want to see free cash flow per share growth. This is pretty similar to our last metric. The only difference here is that their free cash flows have grown even faster than their earnings. Their free cash flows per share have more than doubled over this time. It's yet another check on metric number four. So far through four metrics, Novo Nordisk is perfect. They have four checks. Before we look at the company's balance sheet and get into our valuation estimates, how about we check in on our bonus? Right now, Novo Nordisk pays a 0.72% dividend yield. Though this may be modest, we want to figure out if it's safe and if it can grow in the future. As our bonus, we want their dividends to be supported by their free cash flows. This has been the case in all five of the last years for Novo Nordisk. They've grown their dividends per share over this time as well, increasing these in the last four years and making sure that they were covered throughout this time. That's also the case today. It's exactly what we want to see. This is a check on our bonus. In recessions, it's businesses with too much debt that can have the biggest losses and even go broke. In metric number five, we want their net debt to be below the sum of their free cash flows in their last five years. Novo Nordisk uses very small amounts of debt in their business. They ended 2022 with $318 million in that debt. Today, they're sitting on $3 billion in cash after paying off their debts. That's a nice cash cushion for the company, and they generate positive free cash flows in all of the last five years. These free cash flows have grown as well. When we add them up over this time, Novo Nordisk has brought in $35.5 billion of free cash flow in a given year. Those are huge, plus they have this cash cushion. This is a check on metric number five. It looks like the company's in strong financial shape. Flawless through our first five metrics, does Novo Nordisk have what it takes to go six for six on our analysis and be a perfect select six stock? Why don't we find out? The big metric of them all, metric number six, we want Novo Nordisk's average five-year free cash flow divided by their enterprise value to give us a yield that's above 5%. If this is the case, it gives a slight risk premium to the yield of the 10-year treasury. It's the first of three of our valuation methods. Right now, Novo Nordisk has a $454 billion enterprise value. This looks at the company like it's a private business by adding their market cap and their net debt together. In the last five years, we learned they brought in $35.5 billion of free cash flow. This means they bring in $7.1 billion in an average year. When we divide that by their enterprise value, we get a 1.6% average free cash flow yield. Today, they brought in $12 billion in their last 12 months. When we divide that by their enterprise value, we get a 2.6% current free cash flow yield. These both come in a lot below the yield from the 10-year treasury. They're also down less than half of the risk premium we were looking for. 
This means coming in all the way on metric number six, it's our first and only X of the day for Novo Nordisk. Don't just throw this business out. You're going to want to see what our other two estimates are before you watch till the end of the video because their fair value and our rating may surprise you. Everything we've covered so far is important, but there's something missing. This, in my opinion, is the main reason to analyze Novo Nordisk. It brings us to use a discounted cash flow model to estimate their fair value per share. A DCF valuation, like any other model, means its outputs are sensitive to its inputs. It's based on their business predictability over time. Novo Nordisk has been extremely predictable in their past. This can better inform our assumptions, but it's up to you to figure out if they'll be accurate or not for the business. We're going to take their free cash flows and use historical assumptions to project these into the future. If we assume they grow at 16% in each of the next 10 years, then in the following decade, we'll assume that these grow at 10% annually. We're also going to add in their tangible book value to give an estimate of their net worth. If we want a market beating 15% rate of return, which is what Warren Buffett looks for from his investments, at today's valuation multiples, an estimate of Novo Nordisk's fair value per share is only around $49. That's down less than half of their current stock price. Keep some key points in mind. Right now, the company trades for multiples that are way above where it's traded at historically. It's more likely that their multiples would contract in the future and would actually be a headwind to the business instead of expanding like they have in the past and benefiting the company. Right now, Novo trades for 37 times price to owner earnings. This is way above their median of 23 and a half times in the last decade. They also trade for a 43 times price to earnings, which is also way above their median of 25 times in the last 10 years. This is very close to their max over this time. Keep in mind they traded as low as 13 times earnings just in the last decade alone. Their multiple expansion alone means their stock would have tripled. So keep that in mind, especially as they're a huge half trillion dollar company. We're also going to use a guru focus value for Novo Nordisk. This uses their business predictability, analyst estimates for the future, and where they've traded compared to past multiples to estimate their value. Right now this comes in at $83 per share. Keep in mind this isn't financial advice and you have to do what's right for you personally. So far we've looked at most of the numbers Warren Buffett cares about, but it's the qualities of a business that are even more important to him. Why don't we learn what these are for Novo Nordisk? We're going to start with a long thesis first. Number one, Novo's new obesity therapy, Wegovi, is significantly expanding the obesity treatment market given its strong efficacy. Number two, with a solid portfolio of GLP-1 products including Ozempic and Ribelis, Novo is well positioned to defend its formidable diabetes market share. Number three, semaglutide is also being studied in areas including liver disease and Alzheimer's, and Novo could achieve a strong share in these nascent markets. But it's not all sunshine and roses for the company, let's look at a short thesis as well. Number one, Tribesa's strong profile in the long-acting insulin market hasn't been enough to defend it from US pricing pressure due to competition from Sanofi and Lilly, and biosimilar insulins have weighed on category pricing since 2017. Number two, Novo's Victosa and Ozempic have made GLP-1 therapies a key part of the firm's growth, but oral GLP-1 Ribelsis has had a slower uptake and Lilly's newly approved Monjaro provides strong competition. Number three, Novo's obesity drug Wegovi had a slow launch due to supply constraints and Monjaro could launch in 2024 in obesity with a potentially superior profile. Now it's the moment you've been waiting for. Let's put their qualities and their numbers together with our estimates to see what their fair market value per share is and give our final rating. This far in our stock analysis of Novo Nordisk, stock ticker NVO, we've learned this company has most of the signs of being a wonderful business. 
They earn huge returns on capital. They've grown a ton, buying back shares and having a cash cushion on their balance sheet. They also generate a ton of free cash flow and they've supported a growing dividend. Their only knock comes on their valuations, which look lofty compared to the 10-year treasury. Keep in mind this isn't financial advice and you need to do what's right for you. Right now, Warren Buffett doesn't own Novo Nordisk stock, but it begs the question, which super investors do? Right now, Novo Nordisk is owned by four super investors. This is led by Tom Gaynor, a Buffett follower and the CEO of Markel. Also, Poland Capital Management started a position in Novo Nordisk in the most recent quarter. Tom Gaynor has more or less held strong in the business since he first bought in in the fourth quarter of 2009. When we put all our estimates together for Novo Nordisk, it looks like their fair value per share is around $55. That's down around half from today's stock price they last traded at these levels in October of 2022. It means Novo Nordisk looks like it's significantly overvalued. This comes even as they have a street target price of around $100. If you enjoyed today's NVO stock analysis, like it, subscribe to the channel for more, share your thoughts in the comments, and watch this next video.